coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hello, boss babes. Welcome to Business Therapy, episode number 19. Things are good, but I want more with the Sober Bodybuilder. This episode was such a delight. You are going to love it. My biggest regret is that we do not have video footage of Brad's face. It was so earnest and so sincere. And as we sat across my acrylic desk, I felt like I was a genius because every time I would say something that was like what he was feeling, his jaw would drop and his eyes would get all big. And honestly, it was so much fun because it feels so good to do something that you're good at. And I love doing business therapy. I absolutely love doing this. And Brad was just the most fun to talk to. So I was on his podcast, Key Nutrition, and we talk about that. But Brad has such a cool story. And we'll get into that a little bit, but you kind of get it from his name, The Sober Bodybuilder. And Brad and I just had so much in common, which is why it was just so fun and so easy to talk to him. I know you're going to get so much out of this episode. You're going to learn, you're going to relate, and you are just going to be so ready to take action. So let's get right into it. Hello, boss babes. I'm here with Brad Jensen of Key Nutrition. And you were looking both nutritious and fit today, Brad. Oh, thank you. I I, I ate some eggs this morning with some avocado toast. Okay, you got to get that protein in. I feel like you'll be proud of me. I have been trying to get my protein and my vegetables in. It's really hard with the vegetables, you know. But this morning I had eggs and I had some Brussels sprouts from last night that I had roasted. Wow, And I really, thank you. I like a lot of validation. Yeah. I really felt like a- yeah, I can't even I tell. I feel more fit. You kind of do. I have been working out. That's awesome. No, but do you like really? I like eat one healthy meal, and I'm like, I think I look so much better. Like <laughs> I'm, and we we did um glutes today. We like worked we did a bunch of squats, and I'm like, my butt is gonna look so good all tomorrow, day. probably. Tomorrow, yeah, or today. today. Oh, I don't even wait for till tomorrow. I'm yeah. like all day. I put on my jeans, and I'm like, yeah, I definitely can see it. For sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know why not, Brad? Okay, so Brad has. An amazing podcast, and among other things that we'll get to, called Key Nutrition Podcast. Correct. And I was on it. You were on it. And I did such a good job. You did such a good job. <laughs> you really did. I don't even know if I did. No, but you actually really I, did. Thank you. You should listen back to it. Well, I, I I listened to part of it, and I used to always always listen to everything I did, and now I just literally talk so much I can't listen to all of it. I no, I actually feel the same. You way. understand? Yeah, I've actually been on a lot of other podcasts, but more about my story about being a drug addict and now yeah. having almost seven years sober and building a successful business, but I won't even listen back to them now because I'm yeah. like, I just kind of, my voice a lot. Like yeah. I used to listen to all my own podcasts. Now I don't. Yeah. I used to do that too. And it's not even like people are like, I hate the sound of my voice. I'm like, I don't hate the sound of my voice. No, I don't, I don't either. Hate, yeah. We have grief. We listen I to really these do. beautiful voices. Thank you. Gosh, we should do a podcast. We are doing a podcast. <laughs> we are. So... Brad and I became close personal friends when I didn't, when I went on their podcast and it was a magical moment. It was. And I said, I'd love to have you on business therapy because we just had so much more to talk about. Yes. You started interviewing me at the end. I'm I, like, oh, this is what she does. That's right. I can't stop. And my media guy, I didn't tell him to edit that part out. So people were like, it was kind of funny at the end. It got to the end part and she was interviewing you. Oh I'm my like, gosh. Is it in there? Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Okay, good. And sometimes I can't stop. Okay. So now. No, and I was at, uh, I was working out the other morning and I was talking and this girl's like, I recognize your voice. And typically it's like, oh, I do awesome with Allison, the podcast. And she's like, no, were you on Key Nutrition? No way. Yes, she recognized me from your podcast. Oh, see, that's wow. There you go. I'm just building your brand. I'm feeling really good about it. So uh, 
what what are your pain points? What are you interested to talk about today? Tell me where we want to take this. Uh, I thought about that on the way down when okay, I finally good. read the Perfect. email. It's right. the time to think about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think the pain points are I've gotten to a certain point in business. And so Key Nutrition has been going for two and a half years. I've yeah. been doing what I do for well over 13 years. But I, um, I've gotten to a point where we built more success than I had planned on considering I was just winging it at first. Yeah. Like I knew nothing. I listened to Gary Vee and I watched Shark Tank and I'm like, I'll build a business. That's all I did. Done. That's all you need. Yeah. Really, it's kind of all you need. Really? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if we want to say numbers on here, but we've kind of like- Oh, we love okay. numbers. So we did like 350K in revenue. Yeah. And this is with, I have coaches too. And so yeah. it's, it's all going to them. 350 the first year. The second year we did 700 and this year we're trending towards a million. Amazing. But I'm seeing that I'm kind of like getting to a cap space. Like yeah. I have nine different coaches now, you know, three years ago I had three and people are like, well, just open a second location because we do like brick and more, like people yeah. come in in person a lot. So let's break out the business model a little bit, right? So there's key nutrition and they're fitness coaches. So they're not doing workouts. They're, you're not, it's not like a gym where I'm going to work out. I'm going to get coached. Yes. On, on my nutrition. On nutrition okay. and then fitness as well. So we build yeah. customized workout plans. And so your coaches build people customized meal plans. Meal plans or teach them how to track macros. Like we're pretty okay. flexible either way. Like it just, okay. like Aaron, my cousin is doing doing macros, but I have a lot of clients that just don't understand how to use my fitness pal yet. So they're on yeah. But yeah. And okay. then we build them out workouts, whether they work out at home, at a gym. Okay. Um, we have a little demonstration room where we'll show people. But Yeah. And you have one physical location. Correct. And you feel like your clientele is limited to that physical location. No, I mean, because we do a lot of uh, virtual too. Okay. Because of what we do is is easy to, I just can't physically check their body fat, but that's the only yeah. difference. So I've, we've been trying to scale a lot more outside of Utah. Okay. And how do people find you for the most part? Like through our website, you're saying, or? Yeah. Like, so do like, you think they find you on Instagram? They find Instagram, you Google searches and the, the podcast, the whole okay, point. The to put the brand out there yes. and that has gotten more traction especially yeah. outside the state of Utah so yeah but yeah Instagram and, and Facebook and you know Google searches we've tried okay. to do a good job of getting Google reviews but it's um do you have a what kind of referral system do you have in place um, so anybody, so that's what we bank heavily off of yeah. is referrals. Like, I mean, that's really, because we found that running targeting ads to coaching where it's, you know, anywhere from a $250 to $400 investment yeah. a month yeah. is a hard play because it's a very, like, it's not like, Oh, I'll just buy this. Like you have to really invest. You yeah. Know, and I think there's, the well, right. And there's a lot of trust involved. Right. And so it's not really a churn and burn, run the ad, you know, you have to then you'd have to run the ad, build the trust. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like right, you don't correct. just automatically build that. Yeah. Trust. Like do a swipe up and purchase yeah. something for $19.99 is a lot easier than a continuity play of yeah. 250 bucks a month and commitment. So um, what was the question? Let's go back. Um, back to what your referral plan is like. Oh, so yeah. we, have, we get 25% off the next month. So oh, okay. you refer somebody cool. in, it automatically hits your, your account for the next month, 25% off. So if you refer for three people in though, it just keeps heading out month after month. Okay. So it's not like you're getting 75% off your next No, month. but some people get mad about that. Maybe that's a question and ask you because really? they're like, well, I'm going to be done in three months. And now I have like six months worth of like 25% off. So does that happen often? No, has that not hap- often enough. How many times has that happened? A handful, maybe four or five that people have been like, well, right. I don't even, I'm like getting to my goal. I feel like I probably only need like another month of coaching and then I'll go to maintenance. And so, and I'm just surprised then that they feel so entitled. Like I would just love something so much that I would want to talk about it. And then if I got a bonus, I would feel appreciated yeah. rather than entitled. Yeah. So, I just think that that's like an interesting. Yeah. And it's maybe four people. Yeah. So like exactly. when I look at the grand scheme, it's yeah. like, I don't want to change the model, but yeah. And so. I love that you brought that up too, because I think a lot of people are in that situation where you get some feedback like that. And the question is, is like, okay, is it four people out of hundreds probably of people or a hundred people? Then no, don't change the model. Right. You, you know what I mean? So I think that that's good to, to look at. Okay. So referral, what do you think brings in, where do you you think most of your new clients are coming from? Referrals. Yeah. Referrals. Probably 75% still like word of mouth or like someone told them about it and then they were like, hey, check out their podcast or go to their Instagram. And then yeah. maybe a couple months later, they're finally like, oh crap, I can't lose weight on my own. So yeah. Awesome. But then the other 25% just kind of organic from 
you know, either finding us on Instagram or um, through the Google searches. So you type in like nutritionists in my area, we pop up pretty high. So awesome. Well, and I think it's so great that the podcast is definitely helping with that because what the podcast does is kind of what we were talking about before is it gives them somewhere to send someone to go and build trust with you. Right. So I might say to a friend, like I've been training with Brad and Brad's been helping me with my nutrition and he's doing a phenomenal job. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, you don't have to go spend money with Brad, but listen to his podcast. You're going to love it. Do you see what I'm saying? And then they start building that trust. They start building that relationship with key nutrition. And so it's great. I think that's so smart. So back to the pain point, back to like, if you could take a magic wand and like bop something on the head, are you feeling like you want to expand? Are you feeling like you want to use time with coaches more efficiently? Like, where are you thinking there's room for growth? Well, we just if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. We just don't have like, I'm I'm realizing to really have, I mean, it's, it's funny because I say I'm not driven by money, but at the same time, I'm like, what can I ultimately build the financial freedom for my family that I want? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's gotten me to a good place financially, but I'm like, okay, so opening a second location is now a whole new set of overhead, not just for the physical building, but yeah. my sister who you met on the podcast, yeah. she does all operations and she like runs and I don't know if she could run two. She's already pretty maxed out with three. We have like 350 clients yeah. she has to deal with. And so opening a second location means I probably have to hire another salary person to come in and run that. So I'm like, yeah. what do I do to diversify? And I've thought about eventually, you know, I, I've thought about everything. And I just am at this point where I know something different needs to happen. Like whether that's we start running retreat weekends or like, yeah. and having like, an, like more of a self-development weekend or, I mean, we have little products. Like I also have a supplement and, yeah. you know, we have eBooks, but like, it's just not, I need to figure out what my next move is because we're kind of running out of space and that's why I'm trying to go more virtual. Mm, yeah. And opening a second location is everyone's like, oh, that's the easy option. Yeah, but until yeah. you actually add up all the money that it cost me to run the one location. But what do you want? Like, what do you want for your life? Like, what do you want your days to look like? You see, like, what do you want to be coaching people every day? Or do you want to be coaching people a couple times a week? Do you see yourself speaking on stages? Do you see yourself running? He's like, yes, right? He's like, you see yourself on stages. You see yourself keynoting your retreat, but then having people break out into little little groups with the coaches yeah or do you love the idea of okay the supplements maybe they're not selling amazing right now but that doesn't mean anything like are you like man i gave up on that because it didn't work or it's like eh, i'm just not that excited i'm just not that excited about it it's such a flooded market and like i got into it and i spent a bunch of money a bunch of product and then i'm like man i just am not driven by this yeah because i don't even push supplements super hard in my plans like i'm like yeah get most of your nutrition from food anything i need supplementation I'll make recommendations, but yeah. And so like what you were saying excites me. Like that's what I picture. And I've already cut my clientele down from 80 wow. to 90 clients wow. per week. I was How in super clients? big scarcity mindset to like, I, I have a cap of 40 now and they're half hour appointments. So, wow. and just to run the business, but like where I'm coming alive more and more is like really working on the business instead of yeah. in the business. Yeah. So, but I don't know what that next move is. I just know there's gotta be something else. Yes. I, I write on a whiteboard and then I race it and then I write again. Yeah. And you know what? I think this is such a cool, I was in this place this year where I knew that I was ready or wanted what was next, but I didn't know what it was. Yes. That's why I'm at. And I think that it's absolutely fine and good and healthy to sit in this space like of I'm open and I'm ready but I don't know what it is. And we put so much pressure and feel again, it's like back, like you brought up the scarcity mindset. Like I'm running out of time. I have to make the next move. I've built up this momentum. Even if I don't use this momentum right this minute, all is lost. Is this how you feel? 100%. Right? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm absolutely there where you're like, gotta keep running. Gotta keep going. Gotta keep going. And there is so much power and kind of like in the, it's the inhale. Hmm. Like you're on the inhale right now and you have to inhale to exhale, but like, you're like, and there's so much power in that, but we feel like we just have to like, go, go, go. You're going to lose the momentum because it's this race, this imaginary race that we're all running and people are passing us. You're so right. Right. But I, I'm only just talking to myself. Like, that's, do you see what I'm but saying? But that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And like, yeah. part of me still feels like, you know, I finally got sober at 28 and I had nothing. I had a garbage bag yeah. full of clothes. And so I got like a late start on this. Like, I wasn't like, oh, and like, I didn't start this business until two and a half years ago. And I'm like, dude, you're 
35 now, like you should be like, I look at some of my friends at 35 and they hate their life, right? But they're rich. And I'm like, wow, they've made it. But I know intellectually, I'm like, but I love what I do. Yeah. I I should be further. Well, and I absolutely love, like, I feel like I got a little bit of insight into your story right when you shared that, where you're like, I got this late start. And I just wonder how big a part of your narrative is this idea of this late start. I think it's probably a huge part of your narrative that you got this late start. Yeah, 100%. Right? And that you're, and and you know this, and not to like go go all the way there, but like your life didn't start when you got sober. Yeah. Right. You know this. Right. What it took to get sober and what it took to like hit rock bottom and whatever happened to take you to the point where you hit rock bottom. All of that cumulatively brought you to getting sober, which then when you were sober, you then had the tools and the wherewithal to get key nutrition going. But key nutrition started 15, 20. I mean, it started right. Like it started so many years You're ago. So right. Yeah. Like I right? learned how to be an entrepreneur, yes. like running the streets and not having much to my name and running around downtown and like having to shift and make moves. And I was always very resourceful. I didn't have a house for a year, but I never slept on the streets. Like that's freaking resourceful. I I like, and so it finally kind of, I did get a moment of gratitude, like, wow, okay, cool. But then I say, but you still got a late start. So you bet like if business isn't soaring forward in one day, like I go home and I'm just like, I'm a failure. Like I got to like do more. Yes, It's always like do more. And I think I miss just being like, I don't know. Well, and you know, what's really, really hard is when I think what maybe happened for you is you hit, obviously you have dreams that are bigger than where you're at right now. Yes. But you hit the limit of what you thought was possible. Yeah. Oh yeah. You hit the limit and then you exceeded that limit and that drive that propelled you to this point, which maybe came from, let's just for sake of a a nicer word, almost an unhealthy place. And again, I'm absolutely projecting on you my own story right now, but that drive that came from, this is what I told you, I identify with addicts so much because I'm like, I am the addict. Like that drive that came from that, I am, thank you. Thank you for validating. But that's why you're my people. Yes, I'm your people. You're just crazy in between these two Exactly. Where it's, you understand the drive and motivation that comes from an unhealthy place that propelled you to where you are now. But now you're mentally and emotionally in a healthy place. And that same drive and motivation that literally almost got you to kill yourself, kill yourself through drugs and alcohol or kill yourself through pushing too hard is no longer pushing you. So now you're in this place where you're asking, what's my motivation? And I know there's something bigger and I know there's something more, but I don't know what it is. So do you feel like it's like, I just really don't know what it is. Or do you also feel like, is the motivation coming from a frantic energy or is the motivation coming from, I have to just keep building because I'm going to lose momentum. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, where do you feel like you're at? In that story. It varies day to day. Like, honestly, sometimes I, I mean, the business isn't going down. Like, it's not like we're actually on a small trajectory up each month still, but yet I feel like, and I haven't had any coaches quit. Like, I try to take really good care of them. Yeah. In two and a half years, not having any turnover is pretty rare in this industry because people start realizing and they get an ego and they go, I'm pretty good. I'm going to do this on my own. And mm-hmm. then they leave and mm-hmm. then they find out it's a lot harder on your own without yeah. the support of a business. So I, I fear that a little sometimes. And I just, but I just, am, I got a big glimpse of the clear picture and I'm like, well, this is really cool. And I started crunching some numbers. I'm like, so say even my coaches saw 10 more people a month. Yeah. They started adding that up. And I think what the biggest shift for me was I wanted to cut down to like 15 clients a week. And I started crunching numbers and I was like, oh, I can't afford to do that yet. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Like, well, there's a lot more of it. So I just, I'm excited, but like also I feel like it's coming from a frantic energy. Like yeah. It, I just know there's more, but I hate that I can't pinpoint it right this second. Yes. Like I don't know if it's like retreats or it's like, I thought about, I'm like, well, all these other knuckleheads are business coaches. Maybe I like in the nutrition space. Oh, and I'm totally. Like, but I don't feel like, I don't, I would want to do that when I'm like, I can help you scale, you scale, like anybody. And I don't think I'm at that point. And that's an easy like go-to because I've had people reach out and say, Hey, will you yeah. mentor me? And like, what do you charge? And I don't feel like I'm ready for Like, it just doesn't feel right right now. And so well, do you think it doesn't feel right because you don't feel necessarily qualified or just because that's not what you want to spend your time focusing no, on? No, I would right love now. to spend my time focusing. I okay. feel like I don't feel qualified. That's a different conversation then. Here's the thing about business coaching. What do you have expertise in? You have nine coaches. Yeah. 
you have nine coaches under you. Mm-hmm. So what are all the things you know how to do? You know how to build up your own clientele. You know how to train other people in your voice, in your methodology, with your beliefs, with your brand. You know how to take what you believe. This is what I teach in the branding school. You know how to take what you believe and instill that into other people who believe what you believe and you trust them enough to train people under your name and under your brand. Right. That literally would blow so many people's minds if they if they could have somebody show them how to do that. So what? You don't know how to scale it to a $10 million business. I don't know how to scale to a $10 million business yet. So I call my friend Susan. I call Kevin from So Delicious. When I want to know how to be a $10 million business, I talk to them. But people who want to know how to pivot their different offerings and take what is inside of them and communicate better doesn't matter if they're making a hundred million dollars, they can come and talk to me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So rather than focusing on it on this like level of like, I'm, you know, like I'm not at level 10 yet. So like, I can't teach until I'm at level 10. Think of what is it that you're a complete, absolute badass master at? that you could share with people who are just dying to know it. And frankly, I have coaches who work with me in brand school. And I remember talking to one of them and she was like, Allison, I'm talking to people that you don't have the time to talk to anymore, essentially. Time meaning they can't pay my rates or their problems maybe were my problems five or six years ago. And I don't even have access to that place as much anymore where her expertise is like closer to what they're going through. She has a lot of empathy for them right now. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, she's just talking to different people. So rather than thinking like, I think you're like me where I'm like, well, I'm not Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't have VaynerMedia. So I can't. I shouldn't be talking to anyone. Yeah. Right? Like I'm or or whoever these guideposts are for you, but rather thinking of it that way, like cuz you were like, "No, I'd freaking love to do that." Oh my gosh, I'd die to do that. So I took on one client. Okay, he's a martial arts studio. I love this. But it's like the same methodologies depending on people being in business, like referral based. Yeah. And, but he was like starting from like, I'm like, dude, like it's crazy. You're even generating $6,000 in revenue because you've done nothing right. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. Good. So I'm like feeling super confident to help him. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, and it, I like came alive on those calls. Like, yeah. I love nutrition, but like I've been doing it a long time and like this is a new fire and yeah. So, well, and even think of it this way, right? Like you are like, you're asking such good questions because you are interested in this type of coaching. Yeah. So you're paying attention to how I'm doing it. Yes. You're not just paying attention to like the coaching session. You're paying attention to how I'm doing the coaching yes. session. Yes. So you're obviously very interested in it. Do you yes. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I think that's like a really good, like awareness thing where it's like, no, you're really interested in that. Now there's being interested in something and wanting to monetize on something. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? And so here's what I think for key nutrition. I think for key nutrition, you're in a place that a lot of people get to, which is, um, it's hysterical because I was talking to my physical therapist in the physical therapist office and exactly what you're saying is exactly where the physical therapist was, right? Where the physical therapist was like, we have enough clients, you know, we're at maximum capacity right now, but maybe don't have enough clients to open up a second practice where essentially this is the crux that everybody hits in business where you either have enough time to train someone, but you don't have enough money or you have enough money, but you don't have any time. You're always going to not have one or the other. In this case, you have enough time maybe to open a second location, but you feel like you don't have enough money or you have enough of the one resource, but you don't feel like you have enough of the other resource. Yeah. You're always like, something's always just going to get taxed. So you're going to open up the second location and it's you're and you're comparing the success of the second location. You're expecting it to operate and behave. How long has the first location been in business? Since February of 2000. Okay. So you're expecting it to open up at what took you two and a half years to get to right. at the first location. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just like, that's probably not going to happen. No. Right. So then you just have to ask yourself, is that what you want to spend your time doing? Or do you want to spend your time training someone to spend their time doing that? Get that tucked away and open up multiple, like, do you want a chain of key nutritions? No. Okay. Maybe. 
No, you don't. Your I gut don't. reaction was no. Was no. Yeah. No, I don't. You don't. It's a lot Do of stress you? to manage. I wouldn't mind, but I understand also looking at it from like, I just, the stress I would overtake on. Like I have nine different personalities. Well, like 12 people that work for me and like, you yeah. know, like and then I have to keep them all happy and I yeah. have to figure out how to work with this one, where how to work with this one. Yeah. And yet still keep my clientele really happy because I've, I'm charging a lot more than I used to now. So yeah. I feel like I need to deliver even a better level of service. And yet I'm still trying. And then I'm doing two podcasts a week. And I just feel yeah. like it would just be, I think I would get so overwhelmed. So and I don't just, have an investor and I don't really want one. You probably, I think before you make any decisions, honestly, you need to figure out ways to take yourself out of more things. Do you see what I'm saying? So like you can't be managing all nine people. I mean, I, so I tell Michelle, hey, I'm yeah. delegating this to you. And then I just completely overstep that boundary. And I'm yes. like, but I can do it better. So let me do it. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a control. Like I can yes. see that in me, like where yeah. I act like I'm good at delegating because I'll say the words, but then my actions show differently. Exactly. Right. I do need to just trust her to do her job. Like, well, and we all need to do things, right? Like I need to trust her to do her job. But I think what is going to speak to you more is if I don't trust Michelle to do her job, I will will not be able to do X. Yes. What is X that matters so much to me? Is it business coaching? Is it taking on new business clients? Is it working on keynotes and speaking at conferences? And is it maybe starting to attend more conferences so that you know what conferences you'd like to apply to be a speaker at? Yes. That's, do you see what I'm saying? Like all of those different types of things. So like, I always, it's like, what's your leverage? Always focusing on like, what's the leverage? Where like, I always talk about for me getting in good shape. It wasn't about living long to be with my children or being healthy for my loved ones. It was so that I can do my job at full capacity in my 60s and 70s. And I told you, I told you the Anne Hathaway story, did I? No. Okay, so this is how, this is really, so I'm watching Lip Sync Battle. This is years ago. Oh, um, wait, with, with Miley Cyrus? With Miley Cyrus and Anne Hathaway comes, is she yes, lip syncing? Yes, in a wrecking as, ball. Yes, wrecking you're telling ball, me this story. And I'm like, I need to be in good enough shape to come swinging in on a wrecking ball. Like that, that's my leverage right? for my health. So just think of it like for your business, for letting go of control. Like what's your leverage for letting go of control right now? If you don't let go of control, there's no negative consequence in your mind. Do you see what I'm saying? That really means anything to you. Yes. You're like, I have all these things I want to do, but like lucky for you and you haven't figured them out yet. So lucky for you, you can just keep keeping yourself busy getting in everybody's business. And so if you say, if I keep getting in Michelle's business and I don't let her manage these nine people, that means, and it's like you consciously remind yourself like every day, if I'm in her business doing this, I don't get to do this and I want to do this. Does that make yes, sense? It makes a hundred percent sense. Right? It's a lot. And so I think rather it's like, we're, you know, today, I don't even think the goal today is to be like, yes, that's what you, this is your next move. Like, I think, okay, like let's, now we're at the, we're getting towards the end. Actionable next steps is you figuring out how to get out of your stuff more. Cause you don't get to do you and be you and build and create and the things that make Brad excited, same things that make Allison excited. If you're, like you said, working in the business and not on the business. Yes. And it's so hard because you go from being this like solopreneur and like you get to do whatever you want and it's so fun and you don't know if you can do it. And then it all kind of gets taken care of and then that's boring. And there's no fires. Everybody's happy. You're making enough money. What's the point of life anymore? <laughs> this is where I go, right? And it's hard to figure out what to do next. And it feels uncomfortable. So I'm just going to go make sure what are Nichelle and Julie doing? Well, let me check the email you sent. Yeah. I need me to check the email. Like, it sounds like you're in the place where it's like the team is trained. Yeah. The people are good. The yeah. peoples are happy. Yeah. You have the resources. People people listening would be like, I need Michelle. Who's Michelle? Give me a Michelle, right? Yeah, she's amazing. Right. She is amazing. I met her. I absolutely trust her for you. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, she's fantastic. So you have all of that. You just have to use it all. And until you use it all, you're not going to be freed up to do the next thing. <laughs> so I love that you took this one business client and you feel really good about it. Yeah. Take another one. Yeah. Because it will make yeah. you more money. So let go of, so do this, let go, get, you wanted 15 clients a week? 15 to 20. I 15 to 20. Like, well, how many like, do you have? 40? 40. Go down to 20, go down to 30, and then feel panicked about not having money 
and get scrappy yeah and see what happens yeah the best thing that ever happens to me is getting poor yes that's the best thing that happens to my business is when i get poor i get all desperate and scrappy and i'm not all fussy and precious and finicky right i'm always like oh the moon might be here and maybe i feel called to do this right, right. and then i don't have enough money to pay bills and i'm like all right everyone listen up here's what we're gonna do right you know so sometimes you have to like force yourself into those situations yes because then you're gonna get really resourceful yes yeah so i love how clients, much your brain is working you right can now. tell right i love it um no yes. it is i've had some big light bulbs and it's interesting you know i feel like i have these like limiting self-beliefs on some of it but the reality is that if i had a consultation with somebody for business coaching yes. and like it, what i'm like oh so like that's not really what i do but i can yeah. refer you to somebody yes i don't have to take i mean I reached out to you and was like, hey, like I just ended like I and then you were full and then I got resentful and then I had to work through it. And then okay, paper, good. Oh, and gosh, I'm glad. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I got this this coaching. Session, yeah, which is so awesome. And you're not in the nutrition space. No. I want to hire you because I know that you would help me like ask these questions to work yes. through it. And it's not about me having these like tactical, like, okay, I'm going to generate a new ebook that's going to do yes. this much money. Yes. And then if we run it for this long and then it's an opt-in, it's about like me becoming, figuring out my next move. And so it's like, I had a light bulb. I'm like, I was reaching out to Allison. She's not in the nutrition space. Yeah. Cause I just had a coach that only works nutrition. And yeah. I'm like, I kind of got burnt out. I'm like, so it's kind of like, I think we're to the end of our road. Well, and you know what? I think the reason why you felt impressed to reach out towards me is because we're motivated by the same things. And you're attracted to what it is I'm doing. Yes. You're attracted to the coaching. You're attracted to the idea of helping people and empowering people. But you're also attracted to, I'm moving into a thought leader position. And I think you're attracted to that position. Yes. You want to speak at conferences. You want to be on stage. Oh, like I, I picture it in my head. Like Exactly. This is, this is what I'm saying, right? Where it's like, and so I'm not surprised at all that you were like, yes. Because I think that's why you're attracted to me and what I'm doing. Yes. And so it's like subconsciously, it's like somebody in the nutrition space, they may or may not have that, right? Right. But somebody in my space, because I'm like, yeah, I can kind of like fake through telling you like how to open up a second gym. Like I really could probably give you some tactical like ideas. You know what I mean? But, But aside from all that, it's more of like... Brad, what do you do to get your creative juices going? What like inspires you as a person? Like what's the legacy you want to leave? What what do you really feel like you have to give? Like what is your story? Like are you writing a book? No, have you written I've a book? about it. Like why wouldn't you write a book? I can't I even imagine time. why you wouldn't write a book because you don't have the time. But you do have the time. I do have the time. You do have the time. I don't have okay, the time right. to write it's a book, but I do. It's not because I don't have the time. Yeah. I'm like... I should write a book. Well, if you want to write a book. I, oh, I've always There's only, to. there's only, there should, like there's, I love how everyone comes in and they're like, hey, I should do this. I need to do this. And I'm like, meh, you don't have to do anything. You have tons of value just going out and sitting in the forest, staring at a tree if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like, if you, that's like, like, this is where I'm at now. I'm like, yeah, just like, I literally come into work. I'm like, why are we here? Why are we all bothering? Feels like a lot of effort. Should we keep doing it? I guess we'll keep doing it today. <laughs> you know, where it's like, if you like you should write a book if you want to write a book. I want to more than anything. Me too. Why like, isn't my book done? Right. Right? Right. And I keep saying, I'll do that in five years. Like I Why? You have the best story ever. Because I'm like homeless heroin addict to multiple seven figure mm, business owner yeah, yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like yeah. That's just a bunch of BS. I'll not swear on this. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard not to swear because I swear a lot. Yeah. Um <laughs> so no. But that's the same thing. And then I started getting to this place with the book where I'm like, I got to save this for the book and I have to be at this place for the book. And then I was like, shoot, your first book is never a New York Times bestseller. So like, I got to hurry and get my first book out so that like I get all this good stuff in the second or the third book, which is going to be the huge success. Do you see what I'm saying? 100%. So you might as well, you got to get that book out now. And if anything... I've got to maybe, sh- I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong for thinking, maybe shift it like where I'm like, it's a message that needs to be heard. Like it's an opiate like epidemic and people dying. It's and like a there is message. a way out. And like I've gotten yes. out and I've stayed out. Yes. And like today people go, oh, it must be so hard every day. It must be a struggle. I'm like, no, if it wasn't, yeah. we do it. Yeah. It's not anymore. Yeah. And like you can get here too. That's such a good message. Like, are you kidding to, me? I need to write a book. I'm you like, need I'm to write, to write a, book. a book. I want to write a book. Yeah. You need to write a book because you want to. And the whole purpose is you get to do whatever you want to do, yeah. which is just so mind blowing. We literally all get to do whatever we want to do. One, we're privileged. 
okay, we're, we're white privileged humans. So there's that. So then I go, well, crap. Now I've got my privilege to worry about. Now it's my moral obligation to take this privilege and do something with it. Right. right? So then I'm like, I better get to work, you know? So there's that. So yes, we can sit in the forest and stare at a tree if we want. That's not what I want to do. I really like everything I'm doing. This is what I want to be doing. So you're doing it. And then do you need to do it? If you feel like you need to do it, then yeah, you, you, you should do it. Oh yeah. Right? You should do it. But here's the thing. You've got this story. You've got this message. And what a freaking giant blessing Key Nutrition is. And maybe Key Nutrition will scale. And maybe Michelle will pony up and decide she wants to open two or three more offices. And you're like, bless you, Michelle. Open up three more offices. Maybe Aaron wants to join in on the party and Aaron wants to open up a key nutrition center. Somebody listening is like, I want to franchise those. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, who knows what's going to happen? I think keep that possibility open, yeah. right? Because you don't feel so attached to the outcome of it, which that is such a huge place of power. I'm so overly precious and attached to the outcome of a lot of things. And that's a different position to be in. Maybe, maybe you really will open up like a chain of this, but like that was never, like, was your goal to like hit a $10 million business? Like, was that your goal? No, I couldn't even feel, I couldn't imagine hitting a $1 million business two and a half years ago. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. You are back to this point. It's like, you hit this goal, you wanna do more. It doesn't mean that you, right now is the time to expand. You have to expand Key Nutrition just because it has all this momentum. Because if you wanted to do that, then you would be doing that. Because you do what you wanna do. Look at your whole track record. Look at your whole life. And ask my wife too, I do. You do what you want to do. Yeah. And I'm literally just, like, this is hysterical, Brad, because I'm really just talking to myself right now. Uh, like like I am, right? Where I'm like, I do what I want to do. So if I had wanted to do this, I would have done it. If you want, if you were like, key nutrition has to be a $10 million business, you would be with somebody else having a different conversation. But you were attracted to come and talk to me to have conversations with me. And I'm going to tell you, Brad, what do you want to do? What's your message? What's your story? Like, what do you want to leave on this earth? What do you think you have inside you that literally can help the planet? Because you've got the money, you've got the resources. Key Nutrition completely could go under Susan Peterson, and I love to play this game where it's like everything could just blow up tomorrow, and that would suck. But she goes, yeah, but we know how to do it, so you could do it all again. Mm. You know what? I, and I'm just like, Ew, yeah, I could do it all again. You know what I mean? Like, you could do it all again. Yeah. So yay! Yes. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so Huge. good. Okay. So takeaways for Brad are. I love you. Have the best mind blown look right now, and it is giving me life. Okay, so you're just like. <laughs> you, can you see him like going yeah, off? Yeah, I'm so excited. This makes me feel good about yeah, myself, you right? Should feel good. But, but here's what I care about, and this is what I was talking to Julie. We were talking about the Build an Awesome Brand Workshop. How do we want to position it? What is it helping people do? And I'm like, you know what? I care about Julie getting all riled up as I talk to Julie. I'm like, you know what I care about? I know what it's like to sit there and to think I have this thing inside of me. I don't even know exactly exactly what it is, but I know that it needs to get out and I want to communicate it and I want to share it and I want to grow it and I want it to be huge and I don't know how to do that. And I go to talk to a client or I go to talk to an employee or I go to talk to a marketing company and I can't quite get what's inside of me out in a way that makes other people understand what it is. That is such a frustrating feeling. Do you understand that feeling, yes. right? I know how to help people get that out. I know how to help people understand what it is, like what I just did for you, where it's like, you're a very smart, resourceful person. I don't have to tell you the exact steps now. You're just going to go and figure it out. I am. Absolutely will. This is my favorite type of conversation, right? Because you already did, you're already going to. And, and that's what I've seen with people is yes, we need guides and we need people to help us and people to like lay things out. But the people who are like, give me an exact step-by-step how-to, there are the people going around to different people just saying, you give me a how-to, you give me how to you give me a how to yeah no i'm very good at following like set rules yeah, from either. people like I'm yeah just kind of natural yeah. rule breakers i just don't do well with that either yeah. and that's what i ran into prior like i was just like oh so like that doesn't feel organic to me and i don't yeah. want to do a b c and d to yeah to, you know e. yeah so yeah that's why the idea of building a franchise sounds like holding a gun to your head yeah because it's all systems 
Right. It's all replicable systems. Now, Michelle might freaking dominate at that. Right. She should be really good systems manager operator or somebody else who comes in your life might be really good at that. And you can be like, yes, I know how to, I know how to convey my message. I know how to convey what key nutrition believes so that you can take that and you can go and can replicate it. Now I'm going to spend my time writing the book, standing on stages, doing the podcast and sharing the message. And then key nutrition can make all the money underneath that. Right? Right. That feels like a good plan to me. You should do that or whatever you want to do. Okay. Do you feel like you, you feel like you've got some steps? Oh, I'm fired up. Okay, good. But I'm fired up because I'm yeah, moving my I'm, arms a lot. I know. Definitely, definitely listen to key nutrition podcast. Yes. And you're on Instagram, key nutrition. Yeah. And, and the you're sober. the, you're the sober bodybuilder who we've been talking to is Brad, the sober bodybuilder, all one word, all one word. Okay, Brad, this has been so fun. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you yes. so much. Do you not love Brad? I love Brad so much. You absolutely have to go and visit him at The Sober Bodybuilder on Instagram. And you can find him online at keynutritionhealth.com. Seriously, just all the best vibes, all the best energy. I have been so like blessed and lucky lately to be doing these interviews because the energy that these boss babes bring into my office and just the good hearts of these humans. It's seriously an honor. It is a privilege. It is so much fun. I love the work I do. Can you tell how much I love the work I do? What I want for everyone is that they love the work they do. Now, let me be very clear. My work is draining. My work is hard. I get frustrated. I cry. I feel hopeless sometimes. I feel helpless sometimes. But at the end of the day, I can look you in the eye and tell you I'm doing my life's work. It's the exact work I want to be doing. It's taken me over a decade to figure it out. And honestly, that's why I love helping other people figure it out because it means so much to me because I have spent so much of my life feeling so lost, so confused, and just so impatient. trying to figure out what this thing is that I have to give because I knew I had something to give, which is why I do my Build an Awesome Brand workshop. We've got our workshop on November 11th in Arizona coming up, and this is what I'm good at. I'm also going to start opening some one-on-one coaching positions. These are going to be application-based, and they're going to be at a high level, so they're definitely going to be in a five-figure price range. But if you've listened to me on business therapy and you're like, I want Allison in my life, this is something I'm interested in, please reach out to us at info at Allison's Brand School. And if you are not in a five-figure price range right now, come to the workshop. That is, that's, that's the thing to do. We want you there. We want you to get the clarity and confidence to take better directed action. So you can find info on that at allisonsbrandschool.com. Now with every business therapy episode, we want you to be able to apply the work. We want you to be able to walk out of here, not just getting insight, but taking action because that's what we're all about at Allison's Brand School. So I've got three business therapy questions from you. And what we've heard from other podcast listeners and other boss babes is this. If you will sit down, if you will journal, if you will take the time to actually really ask yourself these questions and not just like a mental checklist in your head, you're going to see results and get clarity in your business. And it's just a little gift I like to give you. Are you ready for question number one? Do you really not know what to do next or are you just afraid to do the thing you really want to do? I hate this question for myself. Confusion is good procrastination. This idea that we constantly have to hit another barometer of success or have more money before we can do the things we want to do usually is a lie. Now, I'm going to be real clear with you. Right now, I'm in my business and there's a couple things I want to do and I just want to throw caution to the wind and I want to say, screw it, let's do this project. But because I have three full-time employees and I've got a lot of bills to pay, I do need to think, is doing this project worth me saying screw it and having fun and and risking these other things. And so I just really want you to know, like, I don't say this stuff lightly. Like I'm over here making the same decisions. But at the end of the day, I just have to look in the mirror and I keep saying this to myself. If you die in a year, what are you going to be sad that didn't get done? Like if you're just dead and I don't, this has been the best question for me. So, um, (laughs) 
I really hope that's like that's like a bonus question for you. Like if you die in a year, what are you going to be so sad is not done? And if you really are like this thing that I'm putting off because of time or money or resources, you figure out a way to get it done. Because if you can't figure out a way to get it done, like what's the point? Like why are we even doing all this work? I went on a hike with my friend Susan today and we've both got a lot going on and this and that. And I was like, but yeah, but what's the point? If we can't at least get a hike in together, like I don't even want to do everything I'm doing. Okay. So business therapy question number two, and this is so good, really ties back to that idea of like, what is it that you actually want to be accomplishing? Are you forcing frantic action to maintain momentum? or to like have an illusion of momentum. Honestly, right now I want to freaking throw caution to the wind and I want to say, screw it. And the rebel inside of me just wants to do all of these big expensive projects. And I just was talking to Nichelle and I was like, I want to get this whole back end thing reorganized. It's not even worth going into. It's boring, but we've got a bunch of back end systems we need to get organized. And I was like, they're not going to get done in two weeks. I have 10 years of content in an entire business that has been not organized in this way. So it's not going to get done in two weeks. It might get done in two or three months. I'm going to tell myself it's going to get done in two or three months. I'm going to be patient in that two or three months. And then I'm going to throw caution to the wind. And let me tell you why, because I've lived with it all disorganized for so long. And ultimately I'm not happy with that result. Do you see what I'm saying? So you kind of have to do that opportunity cost. And then you ask yourself, are you forcing that frantic action to maintain momentum? And organization is slow action. It is not frantic action. Throwing caution to the wind and doing these big events I want to do, that is frantic action. That makes me feel like I'm keeping momentum. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it makes me feel like I'm getting a lot done. It makes me feel like I'm having a lot of fun. But honestly, I'm just setting more fires. So there's really that balance in life. And I don't believe in balance, but I think there's the yin and yang. We're like, are you in fire setting season? Is it time for you to light a fire? Are you in cleanup mode? Because then we have to clean up after our fires. And I have to clean up after a few fires, just a little bit more. And then I'm going to set some more fires. Maybe I should just set a fire. Should I just set a fire? I'm probably going to. Okay, question number three. What task in your business can you remove yourself from to free up resources for what you really want to be doing? Now, this is the big question. What can I do to get myself out of these things that are draining my soul so that I can focus on the big picture? Ugh, okay, I'm not going to set the fire because the organization I'm doing right now is setting me up to get out of the day-to-day systems. Wow, I'm really glad we could process this together, guys, because I really, I had talked myself... <laughs> who's who's the business therapy for? Sounds like it's for you, Allison. <laughs> Sorry that I think I'm so funny right now. You guys would die. I'm by myself in my office thinking that I am the funniest person on the planet. But really because I legitimately just gave myself a therapy session. Nichelle was just telling me because I was telling her something I was running through. And she was like, it's really like there are two people talking to each other in your head. And I'm like, I know it's exhausting. So anything that I can do to help you guys and, you know, to be the be the third person in your two-party head system, I'm absolutely honored. I'd love to do it at the brand workshop. It's so good. It's just stupid how good it is. Um, It's not good because I'm good. Well, I am good. But it's good because the content is good. It's good because the proven systems are good. It's good because the people there are good. The, the people who come are incredible. Don't let that intimidate you. Just let that, you know know, you are at that level. Come and indulge in that level. And I'd love to help you. Like I said, I I don't even have it quite set up yet, but I just, I got excited about this idea of maybe taking on just like a handful of one-on-one coaching clients. I used to do it and uh, doing business therapy has made me excited about it again. And so if you would like to learn more about that, just shoot us an email to info at Allison's Brand School. Other than that, we are crushing it on Instagram right now. I got Ashley Rose Reeves involved in forcing us 
us to get more content out. We are just throwing up so much good stuff there. So please head on over and share. And we are loving your reviews. We've got this awesome review from Some Jordan Goodness on iTunes. Thank you guys so much for the reviews. It really helps so much. And sharing the podcast, we love it. And she says, I am so impressed with Allison's, oh, thank you, extensive knowledge and ability to help these people find clarity and in doing so help me as well. It's like having a personal mentor in your pocket. There is something I can take away from each episode that is helping me get unstuck and move forward. (gasps) Jordan, goodness. I absolutely love that. You shoot us an email to info at allisonsbrandschool.com with your address and we are going to send you some goodies. Keep leaving those reviews and share on Instagram. We'll pick random people throughout the week to send goodies to who are sharing about the podcast. You guys are doing an incredible job. You are out there. You're not scamming the world. You're not like trying to make a buck by selling some crap you found on the sidewalk. Maybe you are actually. That might be a good business plan. What I'm saying is that you're doing a fantastic job. You're showing up. You're doing the work. And I just want to offer this little nugget that sometimes showing up, it also looks like letting go. And that's really where I am right now. I've been trying to figure things out. I'm trying to get all this organization. And I've just like been this like puppeteer trying to control everything. (sighs) And now I'm, I put some people in place and I'm just going to let them do the work and I'm going to let go and I'm going to stop trying to control every freaking thing. Cause I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm so freaking tired. And when do you ever hear me say that? Right. So I'm going to let go and I've even let go today and I feel so much better. Like that's why I'm slap happy on this episode because I'm just letting go and it feels good. That frantic action. No, the frantic action is all about keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with whatever Instagram profile you think you need to keep up with. That inspired action, that's what we want to be taking. And I'm going to do it. And I challenge you to do it too. And I want to remind you, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code Business Therapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.